0: This is the Hartwell Studio Works Sports Branding Podcast, Episode 8, Building a New Sports Brand, with Kevin Donovan. Welcome to the 8th episode of the Hartwell Studio Works Sports Branding Podcast. I'm John Hartwell. I am the Brains and Pencil behind Hartwell Studio Works. I am a sports brand designer in Atlanta, Georgia. This podcast is for front office personnel who want to harness the power of sports branding to win more fans. So what's it like to build a new sports brand from scratch? I've talked on this podcast about the importance of creating a compelling brand story, identifying your audience, developing hooks for emotional connections. It's all very well and good in the abstract, But what's it like to actually put all of those pieces together in the real world? Kevin Donovan is the founder and president of the Tour of America, a new cycling race that Kevin is in the process of getting off the ground. It's a new sports brand with a strong purpose and a strong point of view. Kevin was kind enough to talk about his experience putting this new brand together and what he's learned. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the podcast, Kevin Donovan. How are you today, sir?
1: I am good, John. Thank
0: you. Thanks so much for being here. Um, if you would, uh, tell us about yourself and your background in the sports business. Sure. I am. Uh,
1: I actually come from uh, the corporate side of the world in sports, um, but I began my career with Delta Airlines, worked on the 1996 Olympics, and uh, from there, I moved on to consulting in the sports marketing world and uh, worked on several Olympic bids. So I became very familiar with brand positioning and the strategies behind building a strong brand. And over time, I mean, one of the things that I really embraced is the idea that sports is an institution that can move humanity forward, that it is in service to humanity at its best. And the Olympics is a perfect example of that Uh, So part of my tenure in in the consulting world was actually working for a company that was ultimately acquired by a company called ASO, which is the rights holder of the Tour de France. So I did get some exposure to world-class cycling and recognized that one of the deficiencies in the sports landscape is the fact that there is no women's counterpart to the women's Tour de France. And so that is a gaping hole in our its, uh, program around the world. And so that opened up an opportunity to develop what we are calling the Tour of America. So the Tour of America is a standalone elite women's multi-stage cycling race that ultimately we hope will become uh, a counterpart to the Tour de France, which is really just a men's race. And so we're looking to build a brand and build the property around this event that will become um, the ultimate test in the sport of cycling for women.
0: Organizing an event, a cycling event, like the Tour of America, um, like the Tour de France, is different from building a brand. Why is it important for the Tour of America to establish a compelling and engaging brand?
1: Well, it's especially important for this type of an event event, um, in cycling. So speaking to this type of event in particular, There's hundreds of bike races around the world. And in our case, the brand and the messaging that we want to represent are crucial to make this work as a business model. Um, Cycling road races have a long history of financial struggles. And this is in part because there's no tickets. It's free. You can just watch it from the street. Um, But because of that, I mean, that puts a much larger burden on sponsorships to generate revenue. Sponsors are really the primary revenue stream for a cycling race. So you need a brand that's going to be attractive to those sponsors. Uh, The challenge for cycling races, though, is that even with a a relatively strong, well-established cycling race, their brands tend to be geographically limited. So in the U.S. in particular, the tour of California is probably the biggest race right now in the U.S. The tour of Utah is another good example. Uh, They do a great job of celebrating the unique qualities of their states, but they also limit the pool of potential sponsors to those that are really just interested in those states and targeting those people in those states. Um, The exception to all these rules is the Tour de France. So that is a case where you have a national brand. You have a brand that not only is celebrating the nation of France, but it is expressing that and those values to the entire world. So similarly, our vision has been to create a brand that will celebrate the unique qualities and values of America. So imagine the cities and towns and countries or country and each region of our country, and this race will rotate regionally. So we wanna we wanna kind of build in the the unique qualities of a particular American region each year. Uh, from a sponsorship perspective, this is much less limited than one of those one than a state. Um, cycling race, and therefore it's much more attractive because it's a national brand, and in a sense, it's also a global brand because we're representing a we're representing America to the world.
0: That really is an interesting difference with that cycling race that puts such an emphasis on sponsorship. Because to your point, there is no ticket revenue, and that kind of changes. It, it seems that the the imperative for for what the brand needs to do and and why it needs to do it. Um, And that includes, I think, uh, the audience. Um, So given that the Tour of America is conceived as a a property, the sponsorship driven property with a national reach, how do you define the audience for this brand?
1: Yes, well, as you've said, and and I agree with it, um, you know, a lot of a lot of brands think that the entire world is their audience. (laughs) And so that leads to some errors in targeting um but in our case i mean we are we are building as broad a brand as possible and we are looking at doing this by tying together really two universal elements one of them is cycling so you know cycling is not just a popular sport it's an activity that is actually four different things i mean it's it's a form of transportation it's a it's a leisure activity it's a it's a competition And it's also a form of exercise. And so for that reason, two billion people around the world at least ride a bike. So in that sense, it's very universal. But the other key component of our brand is what we believe is the most pressing global issue of our time, and that is gender equality and women's empowerment. And so we believe our audience is, is very broad. We will attract cyclists and cycling fans, but we want to be much more than a cycling race ideally if we can make good on our ultimate vision to become the women's counterpart to the Tour de France then this is going to celebrate this is going to be a celebration of empowerment and equality for women and girls and that gives us access to a much, much larger audience than just cycling fans
0: so there's a big emphasis here i think implied in that that emotional Connections are really important to the tour of America brand. Um, can you talk about those emotional connections and what what kind of hooks or, or angles are you looking to establish those emotional connections?
1: Sure. No, great great question. Um, this is really critical for us, and you know, especially with the the struggle of cycling in general, especially women cycling. Um, this is a critical piece for us. So. You know, consider that we live in a time right now where it's of great divisiveness. I mean, in our country, we probably have not been more divided than than uh, since the Civil War. I mean, we've forgotten about the things that tie us together, that unite us. And those are the same things that make America great and have always made America great. So this is our attempt to to bring that out and build that into our brand brand and make that emotional connection. I mean, the desire that we all really would prefer not to be debating things all the time. We we, want to see what ties us together. So one of those things is that we share a deeply held belief in equality and empowerment for all. I mean, that's part of our values and constitution. And uh, under the right conditions, it's an aspirational goal, of course, but that's what America is about. It's about equality, and it's about those values. So that's one big piece. The other is we like riding bikes. So that is a point, like riding a bike, cycling, is a point of access to a large number of people. So these emotional connections are important because we want our race to be more than just a race. We want it to be a platform for both a demonstration and a celebration of women's empowerment and equality. And, you know, this is a time where that is that is an issue that is right in the forefront. It's everywhere we look, and it's very important. And the fact that consciousness has been raised about the importance of women's empowerment is all to our advantage. And we want to accelerate that. We want to support that. And we want to do it in the context of historical, traditional American values. So, you know, it's not it is about women, but it's about America, and uh, and what we believe in.
0: So really part and parcel of those emotional connections is there's there's a very large argument for differentiation and how this, how this race uh, separates itself uh, from other races. Can you talk a little bit about what are some of the other ways in which the Tour of America separates itself as being different uh, from other cycling properties and uh, how is that reflected in the brand?
1: Sure. Yeah. I mean, I would say, you know, our social component of this is is so important. And so we have this audacious mission behind our brand and behind this event. So our mission, I'll read it to you, is the Tour of America will solve the world's biggest problem by engaging in the world's greatest activity using the world's greatest example. And so there's a lot of superlatives in there and for good reason, but we begin from this understanding that the world does have a lot of problems and they're serious problems and they can't be ignored. But only people can solve those problems. And that means unleashing the innovation and brain power of all people to attack those problems. So but in many parts of the world, we need to recognize that we're holding back half of our people based on gender. And that our and that limits our ability to solve these other problems. So this is why the lack of gender equality, and women's empowerment is the world's biggest problem. We're saying that is the world's biggest problem because solving that problem Will help us solve all the others, and so if we can aggressively attack that, and promote equality, then we can unleash the brain power and solve a lot more of these problems. So that's the first part of the mission. The second part, the world's greatest activity, and that is uh, that is cycling. I mean, beyond any basic human function, cycling is is the most um, great, or in this sense, most uh, frequently participated in activity. And then the final part of our mission is the world's greatest example. So when we are at our best, that example is America. There's no doubt about it. The, the, the power of our culture um, and, and the message and the role models that we have when we are at our best um, has more power than, than any kind of dictatorship or, or military action or anything like that. We set a great example when we are at our best. So I would also, though, add in that, and this is one of the things I think really sets us apart, when we we created our brand identity, we didn't want to do a cycling brand that was specifically for women. We didn't want like a girly brand that was pink or that had graphics that were frilly and fonts and things like that, because that's what a lot of those, a lot of these cycling races that are for women, that's what they do, thinking that that's going to be, Uh, more attractive we instead we wanted a bold brand we wanted an androgynous brand as a reminder that this is an event with some of the world's greatest athletes it's a great sports event it's going to be exciting it's going to stand on its own it happens to be a women's event but it is in the same way that that the tour de france just happens to be a men's event i mean to a certain degree when you look at the brand gender is not an issue and and so we want to We want to use that to our advantage, and we want to set ourselves apart from other so-called women cycling races that are often in the shadow of men's cycling races.
0: So I know that you've put a lot of energy, obviously, into the Tour of America to this point. There there are multiple people involved, um, and there are lots of of energy behind uh, getting the Tour of America up and running. What would you say is the most surprising thing that you've learned from this experience of building a brand from the ground up.
1: Sure, yeah. I, well, first of all, I got to say I, I love the process of, of building this and, you know, graphically, uh, we think of the brand as the identity, but it really does begin with the values and the emotional connections uh, and the and the identity is just really an expression of those things. It's it's not the entire brand. It's as as you so you so you put so well. Um, I mean, underlying that are are the emotional connections and the values. So, but emotionally, or more accurately, the equity of building the equity of this brand is a really long process. So it's it's clear that a brand like ours has the potential, and we know this. I mean, we know that we have the potential to harness and express many of the emotions and feelings that are already out there, and. You know that that points to the universality of this of any good brand. I mean, any really good strong brand taps into fundamental human emotions. Um, it doesn't necessarily build those emotions from scratch. Instead, what we're trying to do is align with this is existing emotions, existing values, and a good brand. And we feel like we're on track for this. A good brand serves the cause of those human beliefs and those human values. This is why the Olympic brand is so powerful. So the idea that, you know, fair play and, and and world peace and getting along, those are all universal desires. So it's not like the Olympics invented that. They are just positioning themselves as they always have with what people really want. And we want
0: to do the same. So with all that said, what can established sports properties uh, learn from your experience of building this new brand
1: yeah we, we well you know we've got a long way to go and um, we we love we love the idea of at some point to be well established and then I think we'll be in a really good position to um, to serve as a bre- as a benchmark and a best practice um, but for now I mean I think what we're doing is, Doing something that all sports should do, and I think that is strengthening the belief that sports, as an institution, as a as a human uh, gathering place um, that serves humanity in a positive way. We are adding to that. We we want to take one of what we believe is one of the greatest issues of our time, and we want to put sports in service to that cause. And I think this is the perfect most one of the most universal activities um, put in service to one of the most universal problems, which is gender equality or lack of it. So, uh, that hopefully people will follow and support us in our footsteps and, and look at ways in which sports can really be much more valuable, much more important than, than it has in the past
0: very good outstanding well Kevin I want to thank you so much for taking some time uh, to talk about uh, the tour of America and your experience of, of building a brand um, I will certainly I would certainly encourage everyone who's listening to the podcast we'll have uh, on the show notes for this episode we'll have ways to connect with you and with the tour itself and I certainly want to encourage folks to to reach out and and, and support what you're doing with the tour um, thanks so much for, for, for being here and I will look forward to uh, catching up with you soon
1: Thank you so much, John. It was great talking to you.
0: My thanks again to Kevin for his time and willingness to share his sports brand building insights. I hope you found it helpful and that you'll be able to use these insights in your efforts to win more fans. You can get in touch with Kevin and the Tour of America by email and through social media. A list of contact information is posted in the show notes for this episode found at the podcast page of my website, hartwellstudioworks.com. If you're listening in iTunes, please subscribe, leave a five-star review, and hey, write a review. Help other sports professionals find this podcast. If you'd like to talk about some sports brand building yourself, you can reach out to me by email at john at com. You can also follow me on social media on Twitter and Instagram using the handle Studio. And you can check out my entire portfolio of sports branding work at heartwellstudioworks.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.